All right, welcome everybody to the Apprentice Worldwide Global Showcase, the first global showcase. And we're starting at the heart of everything, right? In the middle of everything is Chicago, one of my favorite, most fun cities in the world. And, uh, you know, we'll find out why in a little bit, but... Uh, First, before that, I wanted to welcome everybody. I'm Hernan. I am the founder of Apprentice Worldwide, this uh, crazy little experiment that we started in 2014. And now we're in 30 cities around the world and expanding to 50 cities by the end of the year with the help of our interns. We have approximately uh, 500 active members and another 500 participants in our events. So we keep growing and I'm very excited uh, that we have some of my favorite people in the whole wide world, people that have been with me for a long time and and obviously new people that, uh, that just fill our hearts with lots of joy because they're succeeding, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're connecting with people, they're succeeding and that's what we're all here about. We're all about networking and career development and we do it because we like helping people and we like to help each other, right? So with that being said, I want to talk, I want to introduce the panelists, okay? And in no particular order, but I start in order of how we met. So I'll start with Nilda and Milton. <laughs> Actually, Milton, uh, I met Milton first. Milton is, uh, you know, one of my best friends and he is in in Chicago, but he used to work with me at Bank of America, or I used to work with him because he started at LaSalle Bank way before me, and uh, and he can tell a little bit about himself from Milton. Uh, introduce yourself, and then introduce yeah. the most important part of your family. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Mrs. Hi, uh, so, Milton Santiago, uh, having a so primary banker, uh, but bankering and technology. So I've been designing and creating uh, technology solutions for, for clients for about now. It's going to make me sound really old, 30 years. So, so technically you started when you were two. It's like, yeah, I started with two, 30 years, man. But look, 30 years. And I haven't visited to Miami and there's a lot of work happening in Miami. And Nan is actually like 200 and he looks great. Good work. Though. I'll tell you later why. <laughs> so, uh, no, I've been designing things. Uh, from a background, I'm a technologist. I've been working in banking, creating <clears throat> online banking products. Um, in my career, been very fortunate to be surrounded by incredible talent, uh, mentoring, uh, driving innovation, not just through, you know, ideas that we've been able to collect, but also ideas that people who have been part of my team and have grown up uh, with me in the business have been able to create. Uh, I hold... Uh, multiple patents. I've been very privileged to be part of an organization that is very patent oriented. So lots of patents that really help you think and, and, and design. And I had a startup, had a consultancy and uh, retired early. And then I was asked to go back into banking to create uh, more technology solutions that I'm currently working for Silicon Valley Bank, which is a the bank of startups. So out of San Francisco, where I help uh, startups manage their cash. So creating solutions for those type of people. 
I can't Yay. compete with that. I can't compete with that. I'm nowhere no, I'm near. <laughs> oh, by the way, we know why he accomplished all these things because he had you, by the way. Yes. Behind she's every a, great man she, is an amazing woman. Yeah, she supports me. <laughs> sure. Sure. Right. Oh, another fun stuff that I do, if you guys uh, are out there, subscribe to my channel, EVP Man Tech Reviews. I'm also a YouTube influencer, so lots of gadgets, lots of stuff. He does a um, lot of giveaways. I do a lot of giveaways, too. Yeah. He, he goes to C so, CES uh, all the time. Fun, that's the fun one. Reports yeah. live. Now both the fam the family business, so I'm excited about that. Yes. Excellent, Linda. Yeah, I don't even come close to all the experience Nothing. that he has. I'm a I'm a real estate agent. <laughs> um, been really busy in real estate. Uh, you would think that with COVID everything would slow down, and it's the complete opposite over here. We literally can't. I mean, can't hold on to anything. So you got into the market, it's pretty much gone within five days. So um, love being working with uh, people who are selling homes. I also love working with buyers. Um, the reason why I got into real estate because I just love servicing people. And um, that's just, you know, part of my... And there's a thing she forgot. Nilda's also my social media manager oh, for the yeah. channel. So she works with LG, Samsung, um, Korean brands, local brands, local dealerships. She is the face. She is the person I'm, I'm that the, makes I'm the behind the scenes happen. girl. So for his yeah, channel, so she, she makes it happen. Thank you, thank you. I actually love it. It's a fun part, and you know, I get to participate in CES, like you you mentioned, and that's a very fun experience. Uh, whoever you can, if you can make it, I recommend you go, guys go. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much. Oh, I'm a mother, two beautiful boys, and I got four dogs, and you know, they keep me busy. Yeah, cute dogs. And this is our new edition. I don't know if you can see him. Hold yeah, on, hold on. The camera. Oh my God, how cute. These are they new additions. They see you have competition. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, another thing I want to add. So obviously, uh, you know, when, when we started our project and I told Milton about what we were trying to accomplish and the vision uh, uh, that, we, that we set up to help, you know, empower the next generation of leaders, and, and do it in a way that is, that is consistent and do it in a way that, that, that changes lives in the long run, right? People are used to uh, establishing you know, quick relationships. We're not about that. We're about building relationships with time, you know, and, and uh, it, we grow together and, uh, you know, we succeed together, we celebrate together, which is important as well. So I'm a, I'm a fan of Milton's work as well, he knows because I I follow him and million million views. Yeah, where's the plaque? Gotta show you gotta show the plaque. It's upstairs. <laughs> it's, up, it's upstairs. But you know, but so yeah. so just just a little something. In uh, I I started banking my career as a part time teller. So part time teller, and was was blessed that I had a good network of people that were more senior than me, that I got good mentorship, that I, I created long life lasting relationships that helped catapult my career and drive my, my trajectory and one that I really didn't even know what it was until you know, I had that strong mentorship to being privileged and being able to manage solutions that are billions of dollars in, in revenue generation. And again, think about that teller that's 
behind a window, just taking the cash and counting it out. That was me, right? I was the guy that used to work at Payless Shoe Store. I was the guy that worked at Sherwin-Williams. I was the guy that worked at, a, uh, at an auto parts, a parts boy, picking up parts. Um, and because I had found some great people that became part of my, my network, not just when I was younger, but also as an adult, and, I, you know, and, and I'm very privileged to, to be counted amongst Adnan's friends and, uh, again, his network, it made the difference between me being who I am today. And, you know, and you know, if I didn't have Nilda by my side, I wouldn't have accomplished any of this. He's a keeper. Acumulando puntos, ya veo. So, uh, excellent. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, uh, again, we, we, we hang out all the time, so I'm excited about that. And you live a little far, but uh, as soon as we get uh, back on the plane, I'm stopping in Chicago or San Francisco or New York, and I'm sure I'll find or Puerto Rico. I'm sure I'll find yes. you guys somewhere. So, uh, Daisy, Daisy, Daisy. So what can I say about Daisy? <laughs> Daisy and I met in a networking event, actually. And she stood up and spoke and asked a few questions. Actually, one of the speakers is one of our ambassadors. And she was talking about global payments, one of our favorite subjects. And Daisy was there. She was like, uh, I'm new in Miami, and uh, I don't know anybody. And I said, well, nice to meet you. I know a few people in Miami. And uh, we became instant friends, and she joined Apprentice Worldwide, and she knows everybody in Miami, and now she gets to know people in Chicago. And when I met her, she was starting in her career uh, and CBRE. She was married, recently married. So what can I say about Daisy? Daisy. A lot going on when we met, uh, for sure. I remember yeah. it was back in 17, no? I was new to Miami and I said, hey, what's the best way of getting to know people? I started looking at a bunch of Eventbrite invitations and events. So just had to put myself out there. Um, so I work with CBRE. I'm going on to eight years now with them. And I did move to Miami. I lived there about two years and had to come back to Chicago because I'm originally from Chicago. So that was not a hard decision to make um and then came back got married so what i do as a transaction manager i deal with corporate client accounts deal majorly with office leases um they do have some manufacturing sites and a few warehouses so that's what i do and then similar to nida i um work on my husband's like social media he owns a total auto repair shop so I'm just on his Instagram, Facebook, just try to get some new customers, if you will. And she has a new dog as well. Oh, yeah. I'm a new mom to a puppy. She's a Sholo Squinkly. So she's pure Mexican breed, very ancient, hairless dog. Um, if you know the dog from Coco, Dante, that's, that's my dog. I named her Frida. I would show her to you, but she was a little sick earlier. So my husband's taking care of her now. Um, I took care of her throughout the morning. Mom, puppy, mommy duties. <laughs> That's so awesome. And uh, talking about Mexicans, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, I actually have to tell you how blessed I am to have, you know, another one of my best friends. But this one is very special because, uh, and she's, uh, you know, hiding there. But Rosa Maria and I know each other for, I don't want to say, but at least more than 20 years. Uh, we met in a in a trip when I when I first went to Mexico. I met 
She was uh, running uh, financial institution relationships at the largest bank in Mexico, Bancomer. And uh, I was handling that account, 25, she reminds me. I know her 25 years. And, uh, and then I met her, I met her husband, who was a, you know, great guy. And then I met my favorite, you know, person and my favorite name in the whole wide world, Valeria. And then I had to call my daughter Valerie because of Valeria. After I met Valeria, you fall in love with everybody in the family. And uh, Valeria uh, introduced me to Carmen. And Carmen is in Chicago. She is one of our apprentices. By the way, so it's funny because we have Milton and Lina are part of our global mentor team. And uh, Daisy is an associate, uh, soon to be a senior associate, by the way. You don't know that, but. Senior associate means that you've been in, in our team for a long time and that you've been in your career for a long time. And then Carmen is an apprentice, which means she's in college and she's an uh, you know, amazing, talented athlete. I know you had a little you know, setback accident, but you'll talk a little bit later about that. But uh, she is in Chicago now, right? So tell us about you, Carmen, and your family is here as well. So rooting you. Uh, yeah. Rooting. <laughs> uh, my family is here. I'm from Mexico. So I um, came to Chicago a year ago. Uh, I play soccer. So I'm a student athlete at Chicago State University. I was last year living in Connecticut, my first year of college. Then I transferred here to Chicago State. And, well, uh, it's, it's great. I have, to, uh, I have the chance to study here. I coach here at club, so I'll, I'm able to like teach people whatever I know about soccer. It's my passion. So I came here to Chicago to play soccer and continue studying because I, I'm, I consider myself a nerd. I, I love studying. I love uh, playing soccer. So I can combine both those things I love. And yeah, my... Uh -huh. Now I my know passion what to soccer. <laughs> my passion to soccer brought me here. So yeah. That's excellent. And, uh, but you could have gone anywhere that you wanted to, right? You ended up in Chicago. How did you end up in Chicago? Uh, well, uh, last year I was kind of having problems in my last school because I wasn't playing and I, it wasn't going great. So I was looking like two options to transfer. Uh, and I came here for a summer tournament uh, that uh, I was invited to. And my, the coach of my university saw me play and he was like really interested. And I started talking to him and I liked the way he thought and saw soccer. So like he invited me to play for Chicago State. And that's when I got like committed and really like into the team. And yeah, that's how I ended in Chicago State. So, yeah. And where is Chicago State? It's in the south side of Chicago, 90. Five Street with the uh, King Drive. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you guys, when, when she says that, you know exactly what she's talking about, right? You're not so, too far from my parents, Carmen. You're like 15 minutes away. I, I actually live in St. Charles, so I commute like an hour and a half every day to go to, wow. to school. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're by 95th and Cicero, so we know exactly where you're at where uh, the school is at yeah it's Excellent. 
And and uh, I guess I'll go back to Nilda Milton. Nilda, how did you end up in Chicago? I've I mean, lived here my whole life. I was family? born here, born and raised Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like I've been trying. I literally, you can ask my husband. I have been trying to get him to move to Florida, Miami, and uh, as it hasn't, I haven't been successful. Um, you know, our family's here. All our family's here. My my mom, you know, my siblings, his family's here. So, you know, we're very family oriented. So we love to be around our family. We love having them around. So that's probably another reason. I mean, yeah, we love to move one day. But at the same time, I think I would really, really miss my family. Though some things they irritate me, but I still love them. But yeah, I've been here born and raised. Born and raised. And, and you're, you're, uh, you're both... You're both descending from Puerto Rico, right? Descendants of Puerto Rico. Yes. From Puerto yes. Rico. Uh, how did your family end up, like, obviously some people, you know, Florida, New York, and then Chicago. How, how did they choose Chicago? What was the uh, the motivating factor? You had uh, your friends here before? Or? Well, I my, my mom came to Chicago when she was about, um, I think, nine years old oh, okay. around there. And it, so... And she came, her family came for work. Mm-hmm. They came over here for, for work. And, uh, and I think it's very similar to your family, right? Yeah, yeah. In my case, it wasn't my parents that came. My uncle came first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he came in and he, uh, he recently passed. He would tell us stories. He, was, he came to the States, was making uh, five cents a week, um, you know, working, uh, and then ultimately brought the rest of the family from Puerto Rico. Uh, you know, his words were that the family was living and not the most desirable conditions uh, for the stuff that was going on in, in PR and brought them over. Uh, and then the, the rest of the, found that the family flourished here in the, in the States. Everybody yeah. stayed in Chicago. But we have family all over the place. But the majority, so we have two main families here. It's the uh, Rivera side and then the Santiago side. So the Santiago's and the Rivera's are, are over here. Yeah. And Lopez, right? Yeah, Lopez. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I love Chicago. I, I think if I left, I think I'd be just like, you know, uh, like Daisy, you know, return back home. I'd probably leave and then come back. My heart is in Chicago. Despite all the chaos is happening here, I still love my city. Yeah. I still love my city. Yeah. Well, let, let, well talk, talk to me about that. I mean, what, why do you love Chicago so much? I mean, I love it, but I'm an outsider, right? You guys... Yeah. Have been there. What what's so lovely about Chicago? Uh, the, the, we know the diversity. Know. Yeah. Yeah, the diversity and there's just so much in Chicago. I mean, yeah. On top of the delicious restaurants, you know, just uh, the beautiful sights. You got the lakefront. Uh, it's a very clean city. Uh, yeah, you got your bad parts, but you got bad parts everywhere. You just stay away from them. But the majority of Chicago, uh, it's just beautiful, and the people you meet are really nice. Uh, I, I don't think we've ever really encountered, uh, you know, a bad situation other than what we see in the news, but personally, we've never encountered that. So, um, again, we, uh, it's, it's, it's just a beautiful city to visit. And, you know, I think if I were living somewhere else, I think Chicago would be definitely on my bucket list to visit. Yeah. So yeah. it's a very clean, big city, Yeah. very clean, big city. And I think for, you know, for, for any, anyone of any age, it me- Great diversity, fantastic yeah. food. You know, you can go to every ethnicity as you're driving in certain towns. Transportation is just wonderful Transportation too. is very good. Um, educational system here is also really good. There's been a lot of studies that looked at 
the, you know, someone going to Harvard, someone going to Yale, someone going to Princeton. And then when you start looking at some of the universities here and the salary differences, you can get a very competitive salary, very competitive mm -hmm. and not have to go to an Ivy League by just um, having your education here. And there's a lot of options, you know, University of Illinois, University of Chicago, yeah. Urbana, Paolo, there's, there's all these different places. Yeah. And then also it's, it's not just diverse, but it's also very culturally rich. Yeah. So when you think about the number of museums that we have, you know, there's just so much in the city and, and it's very accessible too. So it's yeah. still, even though the city has its challenges, as you can see on the news, it's, uh, it's a very accessible city and it's a very safe city. Yeah. And you talk about uh, the food. Do you find, you find uh, well, you know, I'm a fan of food, although I have not said <laughs> the, uh So I, I know Chicago, obviously, uh, you know, steaks, and I know uh, deep, di deep dish pizza. Uh, uh, yes. And cheesecake. And, oh, and cheesecake, yes. Cheesecake. cheesecake. Yeah. The hot dogs. Chicago. And hot dogs. Hot dogs. Oh yeah, the hot dogs. Yeah. I mean, we, we Chicago has it all. Yeah. We have it all. There's some, I mean, we I heard they have, work, but you know. I heard they have pretty authentic Mexican food, no? I heard. They do. Oh yeah. They do. I mean, we're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so good transition, I guess, Daisy. I mean, sure. tell us a little bit about how you ended up in Chicago originally. I mean, your, your family's there. Your... Yeah, I mean, I was born and raised here. Um, a lot of people still ask me, wait, so you, were you born here or in Mexico? I'm like, no, I'm born here, but I always say I'm Mexican regardless. Um, my parents both came in their 20s, early 20s. Um, my dad came over here for work, and funny enough, my mom just came over here to be a godmother, and then she met my dad and fell in love, and they got married, and... Then, then I was born. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, yeah. And um, I think similar to, similar to her story, that's what made me come back to Chicago, you know, love is strong. And similar to Nilda's point, I think the best thing that I like about Chicago is uh, the people. Um, you have the very friendly Midwesterns. Uh, I, not that I have anything against Miami. Trust me, I loved Miami. I loved the weather. But when I got to Miami, it was kind of a surprise. Uh, not everybody says thank you, excuse me, or even you're welcome. That was a shock. That was a shock. And um, yeah, I mean, we have traffic, but not as bad as, as Miami, where you have a honking porque pasó una mosca. You know, it's just something like that. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah. A lot of Mexicans, a lot of good restaurants, I have to say. But there's also a lot of good Puerto Rican restaurants. Hyde Park is a lot of Puerto Ricans from what I can encounter. The festival is amazing. You gotta check out Ponce. Ponce, okay, yeah. I need to go. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully everything opens up soon enough because I'm dying to go back to the real restaurants. I mean, it's, it's here. Yeah. yeah, you get tired after cooking home-cooked meals and as much as you try to do knockoffs, it's just it's not, not the same. same. Mm -hmm. No, I agree, I agree. So, uh, Carmen, what about, what about you? Are you feeling a... Uh, are you feeling the love from Chicago? Is everybody treating you good? Yeah, it's like, it's been great since I got here. Like everyone, everybody like making me feel welcome. In my school, uh, it's like they're in my team. Actually, we have like a lot of internationals and people like from all over the United States. So 
what I like had in my past school is like everybody was from the same town. So I was like, well, you're the extra one. And here it's just like everybody's like welcome you and like, what do you need? How are you feeling? Everything. And actually a family like is hosting me. I live with a family right now and they're like really nice. I work with them as a coach. They own the team I, I, I'm coaching and they're like really nice and everything I need. They're just like there to help me. And that's like really help help me like adapt here and like feel home in some way. Excellent. Excellent. Now you guys um, somehow make a little money because other, other, I know Chicago is expensive, right? So uh, tell me about the job market in Chicago. I mean, uh, for a person like me, if I move to Chicago, you think I can find a job and you know, what, what are the industries around Chicago uh, that, that you guys can, you know, anybody here that wants to move to Chicago, what, what are, what are, what type of jobs are there? You know, I'll, I'll just start with saying, I think that the market is very, very diverse when it comes to employment as well. Uh, definitely we have our financial district in downtown Chicago and Chicago is attracting a lot of startup businesses. And the neat thing about startups is that you have young companies that are going to be in a lot of different type of, um, industries, either medical, pharmaceutical, uh, could be data, right? It could be, um, you know, this has to do with even uh, web farms and things like that. So there's, there's a huge, huge um, a market opportunity. Um, if, if you have the right network and you have the right education, it's very hard to, to not find a job. Uh, that coupled with a lot of the internship programs that you can mm -hmm. get when you're working um, in any of the universities, and a lot of the connections that I would say kind of some, some of the mentorship programs that are happening in some of the universities, it makes it a really, really uh, good market, especially for those that are up and coming and are looking to get their feet wet and, and start somewhere. And, and more and more of the, the businesses here that I see downtown are starting to take more of a startup mentality. So, you know, while you do still, still see some organizations that are very formal with a, with a suit and a jacket and a tie or dress, you're starting to see more of them lighten up, you know, to more jeans, kind of casual. more casual when it comes to things. But a very, you know, one of the things, even, even if you look at the real estate industry, you know, know those experienced putting a house on the market and then within six hours getting an offer, just like that. So it says a lot about, you know, we got people, a lot of real, we got a lot of people who are real, actually relocating to Chicago, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's a good sign that showing that the city, despite, you know, whatever we're going through, despite, you know, the taxes and high cost things are expensive. People still are okay with that. And they just want to be in Chicago because of everything it offers. So they're willing to, you know, sacrifice a little, you know, to be in the city. So, yeah. And there, are, and there are markets, the last thing I'll say is there are markets that I had, would have never thought it existed that are, that are in need for diversity, both gender diversity and racial diversity. I'll give you an example. Uh, my son's girlfriend is a, uh, a funeral director. And I would have never thought of that as an industry, you know, that, you know, who would have thought, right? But it's, you know, it's one of those industries that you always have business. People are dying to meet her. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> dying to meet her. And she sees dead people. She sees dead people for sure. <laughs> But, you know, she was educating me and how the, you know, there's a school for that, that there is high demand. It's a very low, um, it's, it's, there's not a lot of women in that, uh, in that, that in that industry. It pays well. It comes sometimes with free housing. Mm -hmm. If you're okay living upstairs, 
<laughs> it's like, so it's just, a, it's just an amazing market here in Chicago for, for employment. Excellent. And, and talking about real estate. So Daisy, I know you work in this uh, big real estate firm. Um, so there's, were there more jobs in Chicago for what you do than in Miami? So I know that you, we talked about that. So Miami is very specialized, right? More, more Latin America focused. Yeah. Um, there, there is, um, but I will say because it's very diverse, it's also very competitive. And I was starting my career. So what I had to do was find a niche and really a specialty that that is what took me over to Miami because I can speak both languages. It was an advantage. So if I started with the Latin America region and experiencing that coming back to Chicago, it was just going to make me that much more valuable um, just because of the two languages. And then that was kind of the gateway to help me open up globally to the US, Canada, and even EMEA and APAC regions. So just having that experience where something dealing with Latin America is not as structured as dealing with transactions in the US. And so that was a great stepping stone to my career. And now the doors have truly opened up in Chicago um, tremendously. So there are many jobs, but I personally took it upon me to choose the Latin America region. Yeah, and, and you know, So, you know, I'm very proud of you. You do a lot of great work and, and, you know, you can be, forget about Latin America. You can take over the world, right? <laughs> and uh, so this That's is, uh, you're a good testament of what we, of what we try to profess, which is, you know, growth, growth and connections and good heart. People with good heart. Um, Carmen, so you're working and you are an athlete, right? Both at the same time. What's your, what's your ultimate goal? Is there a market for you in Chicago? Are you thinking of moving to Europe, go back to Mexico? What's the, what's the deal? Tell us a little bit. Well, uh, for now, I have to finish studying here in Chicago. I'm not sure if I'm trying, like, I want to do my master's. I want to specialize in sports management because I'm really interested in, like, development of women in sports, especially. So I want to do my Uh, masters in sports management i'm looking at schools in here in the united states i know really good schools in spain so i'm looking into that but i'm really interested in fi like getting my masters in sports management i don't know if here in the u.s or in spain and then when i'm done with my masters i want to do like uh, women's development in sports in mexico because i I've, i've lived that part Living in Mexico, I face like a lot of challenges being a woman playing sports, especially soccer. So I want to like give back that that to my country, which is Mexico. So I'm want to learn and take as much as I can from here. And if I can go to Europe and learn from that environment, take it and then give it back to Mexico, which is my country. So yeah. Excellent, great country. It and, is. And, uh, You touched on a subject that's very uh, near to my heart, which is, uh, you know, gender equality. And I know, we, you know, things are, things are tough in Mexico, right? They're easier, he, uh, I would say, in the, in the U.S., e, a little easier. But tell me about Chicago. So Chicago and, and, and you know, Nilda and, and Daisy, are you seeing a change for women uh, working uh, in Chicago? Is it, is it women-friendly, more equal, or are you guys still have to 
you know, punch everybody and get your way through with your with your great intelligence. What's going on? Okay. Uh, I'll let Daisy go first. Oh, freak girl. Sure. Um, I mean, I'm always I'm always very transparent. So, you know, I'm lucky that I work for a huge corporation where we have the women's network committees. But again, we always do have to be very vocal. Um, raise your hand for everything, question everything, always have an opinion as a woman in the workforce for commercial real estate. Um, there aren't too many women, but the ones that are there, they're great mentors, they're very successful, always there for when you need help. Um, but dealing with the Latin America region, not to, you know, I'm, I'm Mexican, but dealing with commercial real estate brokers in Mexico, that's a whole nother ball game sometimes. It's just like, you kind of have to meet common ground so that you can get on the same level and be like, hey, you know, I'm Mexican too. I'm a woman in the workforce and we're here for the client and just meet on the same page. But it's a little different. It's um, definitely a challenge, but I'm always up for it. So I, that's what I do like about this job. Women power. Yeah. Well, me being in the real estate business, the majority of the people I work with are women. A women dominate, tend to dominate real estate. So a lot of my mentors have been women. And, um, you know, a lot of the coaches in the real estate have been women. And um, so, you know, we tend to help each other out. We're not one of those. I have, you know, I've met some agents, not so nice, but, you know, they're just they're a little bit here and there. Um, but can be, it's a cutthroat business. So you, you, you want to surround yourself with people who are like-minded, who are there to cheer you on, um, who are there to uh, help you grow. And um, if you have any questions, you know, that, you know, you find somebody who's willing to help you and guide you. So um, I tend to surround myself with all those women who are successful in the real estate business. Because, you know, I, I say, I, when I grow up, I want to be just like you. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, again, in the, in the real estate business, you're just, I'm, I'm surrounded by very successful women. And then, like I said, the majority of the people I work with, uh, you know, are women in the real estate business. Excellent. And, you know, I, I have to, I have to bring it up for, for obvious reasons. So, you know, some of the, some of the tough things that I know about Chicago are the weather is a little tough. So how do you deal with the weather? <laughs> uh, bundle up, <laughs> buy yourself a good jacket, uh, you know, brace yourself. You know what? I think that after you've been here for so long, you get used to it. Um, you know, just. You, it's, it's really, I, I find I, it a non, it's not very I, much different than Miami. You know, having, you know, spent almost like a year in Miami, uh, it's hot. When it's hot, it's hot. People are, it's the same extreme as it being cold in Chicago. So people live from car to house and from house to car. And some even choose to go grocery shopping at night because it's so hot. So in Chicago, you deal with the same things, but you deal with it with the opposite. It's the cold. Yeah. Um, so it's just you. We're not a fan of shoveling. Yeah. So let you know. I see. Yeah, that's the only thing. Miami doesn't, <laughs> doesn't have the snow, uh, the snow that we do. So it hasn't been bad over the years. No, we've been having pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's been, right? it's been a mild, yeah. So we've been lucky. Knock on wood, it stays like that. Now, <laughs> it, it, took, it took a bit for summer to get here, but we're finally. I know, I know. It's finally here, and then we're stuck in the house. Yay! Yeah. By the way, by the way, 
Daisy, I know you're cheating, but not the cheating that you're thinking. You're cheating because you're in Indiana, right? I am. We, oh, okay. um, <laughs> well, I do have to confess, I'm from Chicago. My parents lived in Chicago, always lived in Chicago until I moved to Miami. And then right when we came back, my husband and I bought a home when the market was still fairly good to buy homes in the state of Indiana, just because the taxes are extremely cheap. They're it's cheap, like yeah. 15 minutes over the borderline. So we're like, it's now or never. So I'm cheating a little bit. So I'm sorry for you guys. We did get our lockdown um, restrictions lifted like two and a half weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been going out to the restaurants and everything. And finally that the weather is nice, at least just that space of having a, a huge yard. So I don't live in the downtown area, but I do work in River North. Um, okay. And yeah, I mean, the, the weather is unbearable, but on a positive note, and that's what I kept telling myself when I decided to move back, is my favorite second to summer season is fall. And we do have four seasons here. So that's a plus. But uh, the beautiful scenic routes that you get from the colored trees, I mean, I think that that's just something you don't get um, yeah. in Miami, for example. I mean, you get palm trees, but you know, this, this is a plus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I do. I do love the four seasons. I love the four seasons that we get here. Yeah, you just it's different to have, you know, palm trees during Christmas being decorated. I don't know. It's just something weird about that to me. <laughs> <laughs> we said the same thing. And, and Carmen, I know Mexico doesn't snow like this. Oh, no. How, how was your first uh, your first experience when you got to Chicago? It, it wasn't that bad. Like, I don't know. I didn't get even really cold. I always prefer the cold weather. I know here it's kind of an extreme compared to what I used to feel in Mexico, but at the end, I, I actually like it. I prefer the winter than the summer. I don't like being really hot. So for me, it was fun Like during the winter. I didn't do like any shoveling, so I had the perks of that, so it, it was fine. Excellent. So I want to, if, if, you know, the team doesn't mind, I, I want to bring everybody back into the live stream here uh, because I want, I want you to meet, you know, some of the people around the world that we have. So, and we introduce a few of them, but I have a few surprises here that I want to say. So let me see if I can, if I do it or they do it. Let me see. Hold up. So uh, start video. Uh, start video. Who else do we have here? So Sam, we got Sam, we got Valeria and family, Danielle, who else? Bianca, and we got Rosie. Uh, let me see. Bianca, I shot, I shot her video, she must be upset. And then I have Tara, Amanda, Amanda, Alex, So let's uh, let's uh, see if we can take a picture with everybody uh, here. So I'll wait. I'll wait a few. Alex, Alex, Amanda, we're waiting. Or yeah, okay. Hello, Amanda. And I think we okay. Last chance to be on the picture. Ah, Daniel. Yeah, muy bien. Hold on. Let me see if I get 
Let me see. Okay. One, two. Hold on, let me expand this. All right, one more. One, two, and cheese. Okay, awesome. So, uh, welcome to the team. This is the entire team uh, or Apprentice Worldwide. We have, you know, good representation here. Let's talk a little bit about your experience meeting people. Let's talk about the two things that we that we try to do here, which is to network, right, and to learn a little bit, right. So when we started, Milton and I and, and Rosa Maria in Mexico and, and so on and so forth, we started Apprentice with the idea that you know we are leaving a legacy behind for our children, right. So obviously Rosa Maria. Uh, it, we initially thought of, of Valeria. I thought of my of, of my daughter, uh, and then you guys, uh, of course, uh, you know, are our next generation. But uh, let's talk a little bit about the importance of networking and 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 how much uh, maybe you know some other mentors can talk about how it impacted your lives um, to 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 network and maybe some advice to the people uh, here, and then we'll have everybody talk a little bit about what they do so that, you know, we can get to know you as well. So let's start, I guess, I know Milton spoke a lot and Nilda, of course, spoke very little. But, uh, uh, Rosy, anything that you can share as a woman executive uh, for 30 years? I don't want to say because... Well, yeah. Well, the other day we had a thing, like a chat, and I was explaining them 30 years ago when I started as a banker, girls were still expected to serve coffee at meetings. So that was never something that went very well with my, with my mindset. And so, if, and I always tell Valeria, you know, when I was born, women, in, in, back in the 60s, women were starting to go to college. So the panorama has changed so much. There is so much integration and I see it now with the newer teams. Uh, BBBA, where I used to work, was very, very strong into, into coaching and mentoring and creating pairs of people. I left the back like four months ago uh, in the hands of this new team that I trained, and I am so proud of the terrific work that they are doing. You know, it took me a lot longer uh, to get to where I got, but that was because mentoring was something that was not uh, very um, commonly done in this past year. You could find someone that could sponsor you, but it was not like mentoring because they people were not willing to devote their time uh, back in the, in the 90s to do that. Uh, so, but I found that it, it has been great. And then I found some great people along the way that helped me. And I found some people who will just tell you, you know, you have to wait for your turn. Don't speak up, don't talk. Uh, you know, you respect the, 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 let's say, the ladder in the company. You, don't, you cannot go directly talk to the bosses. And now I see you guys, and I see you have so full of freshness and opportunities and, 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 and things. And also, you have all these great ideas that you don't have to work, to wait for a company to give it all to you. You have to look for your own path. And I think... New uh, era is giving you wonderful opportunities to develop a new way of working. 
yeah, I think that, that, that the sky's the limit for people now and, and yeah. you can work the way that you want as well because we have to, you have to go in traffic for, for hours. Yeah. I go well, in traffic uh, for yeah. hours. You know, this new way of working online is a, is a, you know, it's a godsend for many. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, people have to adjust. that They don't have to see you all the time to make sure that yes. you have to manage people very differently now. Have objectives, yeah. make sure you follow up. And, and then I, I am. I remember telling my boss, you know, I don't get ideas being sitting here. I get ideas out in the street and looking how the world moves. I get ideas talking to other people. And he will say, well, you have to be here from nine to six. So that was very different then. And, uh, and, and you know, the, the, the more you work, the more you travel, the more you live is when you learn the, that it's the people and the opportunities and the contacts that you have that will uh, allow you to, to make a big, uh, or to take big steps and, and, and make uh, things that really make a difference. Yeah, and, and also, you know, you spoke about, you know, people that helped you along the way and then people that put you down, right? So we're, you know, we, we're, yeah. we're always, uh, at least the people in, that, that, that we surround ourselves with here in this organization, you know, we're always trying to we're, build Everybody up, up, no? Up, up, up yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and if, you, if somebody, uh, you know, tries to put you down, come here, come to the forum, tell us. You, you can get support, you can get coaching, how to deal with a situation. Uh, uh, because we've been there, we have the experience, and we can support, you know, because you're, of course, are going to find people that are not positive in your career path. But that's why you have this group to support you, to, to find a coach that will be willing to help you go through a situation or tell you how to better deal with something. You know, sometimes uh, the, the best advice is, you know, go somewhere else. But not everybody is going to be uh, uh, as open and, uh, as we might be to tell you that. You know, we don't think there's a future for you in that company. Uh, or, you know, how do you feel, you know? Or have you talked to other people similar in the company? Uh, so there are a lot of advice that we can provide because we have seen many uh, situations. And of course, there, there are, uh, you know, the world is filled with different uh, flavors of people. So you have to be also ready because not everybody and everything is going to come uh, crystal clear and happy and singing for you. Sometimes you will have to work a little longer to get what you want. And that's something that we also want to pass on, you know, to get something that is worth and it has value you have to work for it it won't come in a uh it won't come through an email or through the internet yeah and and it's it's uh the the value of the network is so important to what, yes. you, what you're building what we're building so when i when i talk about our princess or what this is our network right you look at yourself this yeah. is our network. and we're building our network for us right and you know, one of the things that I, that I, that I, you know, they're very humble. You know, Rosa Maria is very humble. Uh, Milton is very, very humble, but Milton was uh, the equivalent of the CIO for wholesale banking for Bank of America, which was the largest bank in the United States, right? Yes. So the guy, the guy is like Hamilton. It doesn't stop, right? Like the, the musical Hamilton. Uh, uh, thanks to Nilda that, that pushes him out. But the reality is maybe some advice, Milton, on managing people and what you expect from your, your young uh, employees, right? 
the people that were that you had in your teams that were analysts working with you what made these uh you know the people that stood out what made them stood out uh stand out in your eyes you know some advice you can give uh people that are starting yeah so i come from a very different work ethic that uh, many of the youth today uh, don't seem to understand uh, I remember my dad would tell me, my job is whatever my boss tells me. If he asks me to pick up a sheet of paper off the floor, take out the garbage, whatever it is, that was my job. And when I started as a part-time teller, and I remember working, uh, the president of the bank at the time, his name was Eddie Zurich. He would come up to me and say, hey, Milt, uh, let's go take out the garbage. And, you know, I wasn't the garbage man. I wasn't the janitor. I wasn't, um, you know, somebody in the service, you know, I was a teller, I had a tie, you know, that, so, and I worked with cash, I didn't work with garbage. But again, my dad's teaching was, you know, do what they ask you to do, it doesn't matter. And, you know, mentoring, as we were talking about, and as well as, um, and networking wasn't really a thing, it just was something that kind of happened. And I didn't realize it, but I was actually, networking with the best person that I could network, the president of the bank. That man helped me get, after being a teller, just walking by the personal banking area, I asked him, Eddie, what is that? And he goes like, that's personal banking. I think, I think you can do that. Let me introduce you to somebody. And I got a job like that. And then they told me, Milton, you're too smart for being a personal banker. We think we need, we need you in technology. And the president of the bank walked me over to the head of technology, the CIO, and said, you need to hire this kid. And again, I got my other job. So what I look for in, in the folks that work for me are people that have an, a never ending appetite and desire to learn and to not be afraid to try. Because every opportunity that was put in front of me, I wasn't thinking about what I couldn't do but I always thought about what did I need to do in order to be able to do it. So think about it. if anyone here is looking to buy something new, how many of you do some type of research to make sure you're buying the right thing? So every opportunity I was given, I try to be the best I could be at what it was I was being asked to do, even if I myself didn't know where my career was going. So I look for that, that voracious desire to learn, the, the fearlessness that comes with um, uh, the desire to succeed, even though you're going to fail. And then also look for individuals that are constantly asking why, uh, but not in like, I'm not talking like in the negative way, but really someone who wants to see things beyond just, uh, just maybe what's, what's apparent, really understanding the reason for things. So uh, I look for people that are very data centric, but data centric, not because they're number crunchers, but because they're, they're, in, search, they're in search of the truth that helps them understand that specific business and how they have to do things. Um, I am, uh, I'm a person that I love bringing uh, people from very humble roles. So I used to have a person, I used to have the call center and I would promote people from the call center to product management, to, you know, developing products. They would become literally somebody that was making hardly no money answering phone calls. And then they were managing multi-million dollar products because it wasn't about the education, but it was more about the education plus that desire to, to learn. So, so that, that's kind of like in a nutshell what I look for. I look for that passion and, and, and you have to be fearless. You, you know, 
what happens, the, the worst thing in life is not taking the chance because you'll live a life of regret and of worry of what if. Interesting. Ooh, that was powerful. So we, uh, it's funny you mentioned it. So I've been, now that I, that I manage uh, people, uh, there's, there's two things that I, that I can say and, and that, I, that, that, I, that I love about, you know, the people that, I, that, are, that I see here and, and, and apprentice is the fact that what you said is, what I, what I love is highly motivated people, right? And, and, and highly motivated people will, will make things happen even, even in, in the midst of chaos, right? And, and, and maintaining that motivation, the only way to maintain that motivation is to continuously feed it with goodness, right? Good people, you know, uh, surround yourself with good people uh, uh, on the side, below you, and on top of you. That's, uh, you know, 360. And one of the things that I, that I learned, uh, by the way, the value of what I learned with Rosa Maria, that, that, that's a, you know, we hang out for 25 years, she reminded me, is the fact that we will push each other, no? Every time that I see an opportunity for her, I would, I would point it. And every time she saw an opportunity for me, and we would help each other out, right? And, 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 and uh, some of you, have, uh, I don't know who, who asked me the other day, can you, ha can you be friends with, with guys and with a, with, a, with a woman without having to fall in love with them, I guess? Somebody asked me the other day if, we, if you can be friends with a woman. And this is a perfect example. She's my sister, right? And we hang out. You know, she can, uh, uh, you know, when, when we got, when we sit down to drink, she cannot drink me sometimes. And, uh, <laughs> but the, the truth is we always had a, a common sense of respect for each other and we helped each other every, along the way, right? Uh, so tell me about, I know it's hard uh, to believe that 25 years, but, you know, what can you say about, you know, relationships with men and with other women? that are your peers? How, how can you make it work? Oh, it's very easy. It, it's very easy. It just takes uh, respect for the human being. Well, you know me. You know I have probably around 500 male friends all throughout the world. There are my real friends that uh, we know about our families. You know, if you make it about the person, it doesn't have, and, and, and we tease each other, but there's never a lack of respect. And sex doesn't have... Sex is not part of work. Sex is not part of friendship. So it, once you have that very clear in your mind, it's very simple to, 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 to develop a pure person-to-person uh, -person relationship with a lot of respect, always. You know, the first time we met, I met Marilena, you met Chava, and we have gone on, on, on business trips that you with your company, me with my company, and we will meet and we will have dinner and we will meet other friends. And it's all because we are all human beings and we respect each other. So, I, you know, I have, I have this girl in my team that I will t always tell her, you're so smart, you're so brilliant, stop flirting every time you talk. You don't need it. You don't need it, you're smart. So don't make the eyes, don't use the smile. You know, you will get to the same place because you deserve it. But you know, take the sex out of the equation. You know, dress feminine, but not sexy. Do not sit on a guy's desk. Do not, uh, it's the same for guys, you know, you're too close, don't touch people, don't do this, don't do things that make them uncomfortable. 
And that, that's because, especially because we're all Latinos, we have all these male, female roles very much imprinted and it's hard to take them away. You can look pretty and, and everybody has to respect you. But, uh, you know, it's very simple to, you know, if you take the flirt out of the friendships and the business relationships, uh, that's it. You know, you don't have to be the best girl or boy for everyone. You just have to be the best person you can be for all. I don't know if you share that, but, you know. Yeah. So from a man's perspective, a lot. and I can share with the, with the men on the, on, the, on the call is, and I, and I have a saying now that, that I, uh, before probably wasn't that, I, w I didn't have it as a saying, but I always say that, you know, gray areas, gray areas mm -hmm. are going to happen uh, yes. a lot, okay? Because you're going to be in thin areas and this and that. So what do I do in gray areas? I shed a big light, you know? Like mm -hmm. this. Because mm -hmm. if you don't shed a big light, right, then it, it turns dark, right? So mm -hmm. what does that mean for a guy? So if you if you you're gonna interact with 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 women that are that are flirty, beautiful, right? So I always say, mm -hmm. you know, it's okay. You know, right? You're, the beautiful trees are gonna everybody can enjoy, yep. you know, being being around beautiful people. But you have to shed light, right? I, I always tell people, you know, I, you know, I love my kids, I love my family, you know, and, and you know, just separate myself if I have to don't go into I never close an office with a woman I always leave the door open right or yeah. I always or I always meet with two people I meet uh, so if I'm a guy I don't go one-on-one -on -one with a woman you rarely see me uh, sitting with a woman in a cafe inside if it's way in the open sitting separate typically I bring some some other person shed light as much as you can yeah there's yeah. moments that you you cannot but you know you do your best, right? As long as you do it with with kindness and respect. So thank you, thank you for that. Um, there's a few new people, so I want to. I wonder if you guys can introduce yourselves. So I know Bianca didn't introduce herself; she came a little later. Bianca is in the Dominican Republic. Hi, hello everyone. Um, my name is Bianca Lajara. But first, uh, Milton or Milton, I yep. don't know. Milton. Oh. Blown away, blown away by your powerful message. Uh, I had the same reaction in my mind as to the person next to you that I don't know your name. <laughs> you can okay. call me Milton. Nice to meet you all. Uh, I'm here in the Dominican Republic. Um, I'm a teacher at a university. I teach uh, marketing classes, consumer behavior, e-marketing, and managing diversity in the workplace. Uh, I also work at, in communications have, since I graduated college, turning 29 this year. Um, Sam is actually one of my former students. The only student that I have made an actual friendship with, he got invited to my wedding, so like it's okay. a it's a very yeah it's a very strong friendship i adore him he knows it uh, he even was in my house the other day he met my fiance and that's what that's a good point Hernan. Uh, with sam he has never disrespected me even though he's younger than me and uh, that was respect was the thing that that kept the relationship going and look he came into apprentice because i 
referred him to Hernan, so as to keep the network growing. Um, in Ala, I've met wonderful people here, here in Apprentice. I've met mentors, I've met co uh, life coaches, uh, I've met many, many people, and I'm super happy to be part of this group. And even uh, I saw the link, but I was busy, and then I saw Sam was talking to me about it. I was like, Como, like, what do you mean that Sam's there and I'm not? So I just followed, <laughs> followed him followed him in here and I'm, I'm happy I did. Thank you for that powerful message. And it's nice to meet you all. Thank you. Uh, who, who are we missing here? So I know Amanda is probably, it's funny that I tell you, but I, I haven't interviewed Amanda. Amanda is applying for an internship with us, uh, which is funny, but she's in Canada. So welcome to our, you know, to our family. And, and uh, it, it's funny, you know, some people ask me uh, if there's a fee for apprentice, you know, and, uh, and I tell them, well, you know, you pay for your own drinks, right? That's, that's the fee. Everybody, everybody comes here because they want, they come in like a family. You come in, you come out, you like some people, you don't like some, some people, but it doesn't matter, you're, you're, you're together. But uh, Amanda, welcome to our, to our group. Amanda, tell us a little bit about you and, uh, you know, you're in Canada, so. Yeah, so I originally went to school, I feel like forever ago for advertising and communications marketing management. Um, I did that for about eight and a half years and I enjoyed it, but um, it didn't quite feel like something that was suited for me. So I wish I had a mentor at that time because I didn't have anybody to really turn to. And so when I saw the internship um, opportunity that, I got through my school because I just finished an HR program. Um, I went back to school, obviously, and I saw the um, opportunity and I've seen lots of opportunities, but this one sort of resonated really strongly with me. So I figured it would be a good, um, a good way to get into a new career. Excellent. And by the way, so what, uh, what I'm going to ask you later on uh, yes. to do, if you know, if we, if we uh, agree, is to expand our network and, yes. and you're going to be working you know hopefully you're going to be working on it on taking us to uh the 50 countries that we want to be by the end of the year or start the process yeah uh and and again so we all count on that right because the the more we the more you expand the more i expand the more mm -hmm. everybody here gets connected yes and we are happy for Great. that um so thank you Thank, Thank you. you. And then uh, maybe, I think, Tara, did you talk a little bit about yourself? I didn't. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm Tara. I am a junior, like going into my junior year at Florida International University. I'm a double major in marketing and international business, and I'll be interning um, the marketing strategy side of Apprentice Worldwide this summer and very new, like a lot to learn, but you know, it's the first week we're, we're going to get there, <laughs> but yeah. So, so if you see a lot of marketing posts, it's uh, Tara, the one that's so if you ever doing it. Have questions or DM the Instagram or whatever platform, I'll be the one responding. So yeah um i don't know <laughs> good job good job so far yeah. absolutely so thank you 
And then um, she's an apprentice as well. She is, uh, you know, she's so, so we're trying to hook up with jobs and opportunities before she graduates. Mm -hmm. So, you know, <laughs> and uh, I think Sam, you want to talk a little bit about you and uh, what you do? Sure. So I finished college now in December. Uh, luckily, I avoided the whole coronavirus outbreak to do online classes. Uh, so I started a company two years ago, uh, 19 years old, a private financial institution, and I've been working there uh, fully independent since August last year. And during COVID-19, I developed new products, and now I'm just continuing expansion, working from home. This is my home office. I have a whiteboard in my room. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty much what I've been up to the last couple, two weeks working 16-hour days. So that's fun. Startup stuff. Good job. Good job. By the way, you know, I worked uh, 20, 26, 20 somewhere years in banking and three C as a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. And two or three as an entrepreneur. Being an entrepreneur is hard. Hard, hard. You know? And uh, Nilda, I commend you. I know you're doing that. And Milton obviously has a new, has some new ventures as well. Uh, it's, it's tough. So, you know, whatever you can, we can do to help, uh, absolutely. So, uh, uh, you know, count on us as much as we can. And yeah, for sure. I want to add you guys all. I have a nun already, and obviously Bianca, but on LinkedIn to further. I also want to talk more to Milton since he's in the software uh, department mm -hmm. in banking. That's uh, very interesting. I've had my very bad experiences with trying to develop my own software. <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, so it's funny, uh, and and uh, Rosa Maria mentioned LaSalle. So Milton was the one that built the payment system for Bank of America's wholesale. So whatever the large corporates in in the U.S. are using and around the world is because Milton did some development work, which was uh, came from LaSalle. And, uh, you know, he partnered, actually, the, op the opposite. I, I partnered with him and he partnered with me. So I was in charge of corporate for Latin America, outside of Mexico and Brazil. And then... And I bought it all, guys. Yeah. So if it wasn't for... I got all your payment system. <laughs> it's uh, Milton's fault. Uh, uh, he, he taught me so much about, you know, data lakes and <laughs> big data and... <laughs> And ERP integrations and just so many things that I, I fell in love with technology. And now, I, of course, I, I consult on the on the blockchain side for, for uh, and I help with implementation of blockchain in, in some of the organizations that, I, that I'm that i a leader in. And uh, always next generation stuff, Star Wars stuff, I call it. That, you know, if, if, I, if I think it's Star Wars stuff, Milton is Darth Vader, by the way. <laughs> I just want to be the big guy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's fun. Um, I don't want to miss uh, Alex, and but also actually, I gotta talk to Valeria. Valeria's interesting. What she's doing? Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're doing to change the world, starting in the corner of Mexico?
Okay, hold on. Sorry, the computer got me. Yeah, got a like glitch or something. Hi, I'm Valeria. I'm the Valeria everyone has been talking about. Um, I'm mom. <laughs> yeah, Rosie's my mom. So I'm a, I majored in political science and public administration. This is my mother-in-law, which Carmen is mom. which is actually Carmen's mom. So that's why how I met Carmen. And Carmen was also really nice. She was an Olympic football player from Mexico. She didn't talk about that, but she's really, really good. Uh, I majored in. I like it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, she went to China for. She was an Olympic player, so she's been really nice. <laughs> so yeah, um, I studied political science and public administration. I also graduated in December, so I could avoid all the COVID situation. But I work at Human Rights. I have been working for two years now with refugees. Uh, most of my refugees are from Latin America. And I do, um, I do stuff from um, even accompanying them from their country uh, to throughout all the flight and helping them enter the country. I do all type of um, law work, administrative work, and I'm also their like psychologist, like their <laughs> psychiatrist sometimes. So it's been really hard, but it's been really, I think they give me so much more than I can give them. And I have been really blessed. I have great mentors. I have Hernan, I have my mom. Um, also, my boyfriend's dad has been mentoring me a lot. And well, I have now five sisters. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's, it's, been, it's been really, really nice for me. Uh, right now, I have no job. So here in Mexico, they call me what it's a mini, that it's mi trabajo, mi estudio. So, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do volunteer for refugees. Um, it's really hard right now with all the COVID situation. I was applying for jobs, but it all stopped because, you know, um, everything is closed. So uh, it's really hard for them also because they're dying. So I've been trying to help them, like um, getting to enter shelters and finding food, but that's all we can do right now. And yeah, I want to I wanna do this. I want to help people. I really love working with refugees and and I don't like politics. <laughs> so yeah, that, that that's me. I'm, and I'm thank you for believing me in me, Hernan. Thank you. Since I was little. Thank you. So uh, one one thing that I'm, I want to mention uh, and I want to go to to Alex and Daniel before we uh, close. Um, but one thing that I want to mention is and and if I could give you some advice is. You know, never value yourself based on the job that you do, right? Uh, because the value of, of who you are is who you are, right? Without the job, right? Because job changes all the time, right? And you cannot, you cannot measure yourself to the job that you do because sometimes it's not in your control, right? So what you're, what you're doing in life is equally or more important than any of Many people that job that work every day in stuff and make a ton of money. So again, never value yourself based on what you do. No, 
Now, that doesn't mean you're going to stop working or do anything. You keep working hard towards getting jobs and you're bettering yourself. But, you know, you that's what you need to do. Every, every human being should be working hard and doing something. That's it. The other thing is, whenever I get people that say, Hernan, you know, I don't want to talk to you because you're, not, you're in banking. By the way, people forget that my clients are not banks, right? So I, I talk to the CFOs and CEOs of some of the largest companies in the world, right? And, and when I, and, and which a lot of them happen to be an apprentice in the Latin America team. So the head of Latin America, the head of McDonald's for Latin America, uh, is our team in Argentina. And Santiago Magnate is in Chile, who runs Sector the largest retailer in Latin America. So uh, the value is in our network, right? And who we know, and you're part of our, you, you are, uh, you know, my value is based on, on you guys, right? And vice versa. We help each other uh, uh, succeed. Um, with that being said, helping people succeed. Alex, why don't you tell, tell us a, a little bit about- Okay, so, so first of all, I would like to kind of bid on what, uh, uh, build on what Fernand said. Um, first of all, by beginning to say that to me, a big part of the definition of my personal value is how many people I can reach and how much impact I can have on the world. Consider this a completely millennial mindset. I want to, you know, change the world. I'm all for that, you know, build the world that we are going to live in in the future for our children, for our grandchildren, whatever. Um, so, so that's what guided me into my, you know, ideal career of something with technology. I know a couple of people mentioned that they're into software development and whatever. I'm more of the, I suppose, idea side, um, something that's particularly on my mind. And I, I've been looking into security plus certifications as a step one, I think, you know, data protection and, you know, that's something that's often very overlooked um but i think essential so as much as we have you know the all the important hashtags you know like uh cryptocurrencies or you know artificial intelligence machine learning whatever it may be as exciting as that is that comes with a lot of you know kind of issues that can arise from that so i want to be the backup on that so ultimately goal in my future is to develop some sort of software security solutions company on an entrepreneurial level um i was actually applying for i guess the technical engineering components of a couple of airlines in march and everything was going great until maybe mid-march when i got a series of phone calls which kind of you know it was basically the same conversation oh sorry we don't know what's gonna happen goodbye um and you know at that point i i'm originally bulgarian so up until about a year and a half ago, I wasn't legally allowed to work in the US. Um, and with that, I didn't want to pass up on a random summer, you know, my first real summer that I could actually kind of quantify and track and, you know, try the whole corporate lifestyle. Um, so I ended up with Northwestern Mutual. So now I'm around financial planning, which is an amazing training for someone who's not an American and does not know the financial services industry, um, which is, you know, I, I knew it was complicated, but now I see it's even more complicated than I thought, but I'm grateful for that experience. Um, and I'm really glad to meet you all. So Hernan, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank your dad as well, which I met. 
Yes, I shall. I shall pass the message. Yeah, say hi to him. I yep. will. Hang on. Um, last but not least, Boricua al poder. ¿Qué pasa, Nene? Hola, hola, hola. <laughs> saludos, saludos. Estamos aquí. Danny, eh, Danny, Danny uh, by the way, Daniel uh, is the, so Puerto Rico, the Puerto Rico Chamber of Commerce, which is the main body that where all the private enterprises hang out, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, one of our mentors in Puerto Rico, Joey Ledesma, is the current chairman. And mm -hmm. Danny is the chairman of the, of the uh, student University chapters, chapter. yeah. university chapters in yeah. seven universities, no? Yeah, we have we have around universities around the island of Puerto Rico, and different uh, private and, and non-private and public universities, and both. And so we have around 135 students uh, working with us in different in different areas and and different companies also. And most of them are focus on entrepreneurs and working on their own on their own yeah, businesses and so we in the the chamber of commerce we help them and connect and join groups like this like apprentice worldwide and other groups that can help them develop their and their ideas or entrepreneur ideas yeah and you know he's uh he's uh, a little bit quiet here but uh, Danny is a juggernaut full of energy and uh, he doesn't stop either. And it's funny because of this Corona crap, we didn't do the Millennial Career Expo in Puerto Rico, which we were going to do it, right? Failed. Screwed us. <laughs> but Daniel. I still have to leave off. If you start it up, I can still go. I know, but it's not going to happen. But Daniel is hosting on the 23rd of June. 26, 26. 26 of June, he is yeah. hosting the, uh, the Master, the for Mastermind Forum. Forum. It's going to be a, a different, like the top people and <laughs> Not that very good looking. Pero nada, este diferente este los top en diferentes áreas ayudando a los estudiantes a desarrollarse en diferentes temas. Yeah, so on the 26th. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this uh, this gentleman here and this lady in, in they're in this box next to me. Of the and your box might be different. Boricua al poder can probably be. Uh, available that day they were going to be there physically uh, okay. so why not be virtually and then i know danny you're inviting all of us to attend because it's a virtual conference and it's mm -hmm. the pre prelude of the millennial career expo which we will have this year in september and we will have it both virtually and physically okay. so um, i'm telling you it's going to happen our fourth annual millennial millennial career expo And it's going to be actually, we might be changing the name to the Millennial and, G and Gen Z Expo. So we have to incorporate some other <laughs> new generation nice, uh, nice. into it. And, uh, and again, thank you. Thank you, Danny. So we passed 
uh, a little bit more, but I wanted to everybody to get to know each other. Any any last words? The Chicago team. I mean, you are the you were hosting us here. You told us wonderful things about Chicago. When when are we going? What what's going on? How hey, about uh, anybody who comes over? Uh, you're welcome to visit us. My husband grills some mean steaks. Um, we love to have people over. We love hosting. And um, so, you know, bienvenido a la Casa Santiago whenever you're in Chicago. It's probably only one of the few houses in Chicago that actually has a hammock in the backyard. Oh, yeah, we have a hammock. Yeah. yeah. So we brought a little <laughs> Miami, a little Puerto Rico yeah. to Chicago. <laughs> well, here. If you guys ever find yourselves in Chicago or in Hammond, Indiana, I should say, we can yeah. always drive I'm in Hammond, yeah, close to Munster. But we can always drive to downtown Chicago. Yeah. I'll take you to around the city. Um, mi casa es su casa. So basically, my house is your house. Feel free. I reach out. If you're ever traveling for business, we'll definitely meet you up for lunch, dinner, drinks, whatever you want to call it. I'm there. <laughs> I know. You need to come soon. And then I'm don't let the things you see in the news so scare you guys visiting yeah. Chicago. It's, yeah. it's all, you know, just for media. That's yeah. They like to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Carmen is going to put us in shape. Coach Carmen. Let's go. You're going to make us run. And uh, I'm excited that you guys are able to meet. Hopefully you guys will meet in Chicago soon as well. We, I don't need to be there for you guys to meet, you know. So make it happen when Corona is done. And then I look forward to it. Uh, again, I don't know if anybody has any questions, but uh, always a pleasure to see you guys. I mean, uh, what we do, we continue to do every month, every week. Tara is, uh, you know, continues to blast people with, with new stuff. Oh, Hernan, only um, could Milton send the link for his YouTube channel to the group or something? Yeah. He's going to type it in right now. Type it. Yay, thank you. By the way, we're all in LinkedIn, so LinkedIn with each other, right? Make sure that you write the name of everybody here and connect with each other. Yeah, I added um, some of you guys on, on LinkedIn, but uh, like, there's like there's like 3 million vale, so. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. I'll send my LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. Uh, Look me up at Rosa Maria Luengas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me give you a little secret. If you yeah. went to apprenticeworldwide.com forward slash web app and you put the password career momentum, all of your profiles are there with all the LinkedIn's, all the phone numbers. I made your life a little easy. Cool. Hey. Bye. Thank you. Nobody pays attention, you know, to me. That's why I need Tara. <laughs> As I'm marking and nobody pays attention. Again, otra vez el gordo este jodiendo. Okay, guys. Well, listen. Take care of yourselves. We love you all. Uh, again, keep doing what you're doing. Keep building career momentum. And, uh, you know, keep networking and keep growing. By the way, one final, one final post. Tara is going to be sending a promotion for what are we going to promote tomorrow? It is a course on um, stress management, and, like living a less stress-free life. So it's a really good thing during this time of 
like quarantine and things slowly shifting back to normal, but kind of not. Yeah, and everybody can see it. If you're black, if you're white, you can listen to it and you, you'll be stress-free. Uh, you know, we'll cope with that uh, somehow. Let's pray for that situation to end, right? And the racial divide in this country and all over the world. And also, uh, you know, that course is for all of us is free. So you just have to send us the, uh, fill out the checkout form, which we can send later on. For apprentice members, only is free. The rest of the people have to pay because we need money to do the Millennial Career Expo and to pay for scholarships that we will have for people that need jobs, like Tara later on, like Daniel, you know, like Carmen, that might need a little money to do something when they graduate, go to events and su such. But uh, again, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Thank you, guys. No, vamos. All right. Bye. Nice to meet you, everyone. Bye, everyone. Have a good evening. Bye. Bye. Have a good Bye. Take care. Thank you. Nice By the way, good. I'll send you the recording Bye. later on, okay? All right. Awesome. Bye, everybody. Have a nice weekend. Good night. Bye.